Let's uh, welcome in Andrew Gaiman. He is with the uh, Charles McPherson Academy. He is an etiquette expert, and let's get his opinion on this. Uh, Andrew, I'm only going to thank you for joining me. I'm not going to ask how you're doing. Very good. I'm, I'm <laughs> happy to hear that. Okay. Is it really the three most useless words when it comes to communication? How are you doing? Do we all need to drop that out of our vernacular? Well, I think in a way it would be great if we could drop it and find something a bit more meaningful, but I think also it's kind of that very easy pleasantry to at least get the conversation started. And I think as, you know, Brianna mentioned, uh, you either get, you know, how are you? Fine. How are you? Or you ask someone, how are you? And they go on for five minutes telling them about their bad back and what happened over the weekend and, and all of these things. And, and we probably didn't really care. Yeah. All of a sudden I'm sucked into a conversation I didn't really want to be part of. You're right. It's like uh, you're five minutes into all of your medical conditions and I'm like, what have I done? What, have I, what sort of Pandora's box have I opened here? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that people uh, sometimes are just dying to tell you what's going on in their lives and, and you weren't really trying to weren't trying to get there. All right. So is that the key to, and we'll call it small talk, the key to good small talk is uh, if you are going to ask a question like, how are you doing? Make sure that you're truly interested, truly interested in that person and how they are doing. Don't ask a question where you don't really want the response. I think that that's sort of the key thing. I think that it's, that, you know, how are you and how are you, even though there's really nuances to that, or saying, you know, how are you versus how are you doing? Um, those are two very, very different things. But I think we have to, uh, you know, you have to at least, you know, be smiling or asking and, and sort of indicating that you are genuinely interested. I think that's really important. And I think that what this report and this article was saying is that we, there's sort of a throwaway question when people could probably do a lot better in their conversations. Yeah, these researchers from Harvard that looked into this, uh, they talk about something called uh, ACT, A-C-T, uh, an acronym for, uh, well, first of all, what we're just talking about here, the A, uh, Andrew, is for authenticity. Make sure if you're going to spark up a conversation that it's an authentic one. Exactly. And I think where they're going is that when you're asking a question that actually is legitimate, so you're asking a question that you either know that it's going to be uh, true, that you can actually communicate and look like you actually care about the answer, that's what's really key there. And I think when we ask, you know, how are you, we just sort of, it's, again, it's a throwaway sort of thing. It's more about getting the conversation started. All right, so you want to be authentic in the questions you ask. And uh, C of the uh, ACT uh, acronym here is connection. Uh, you, you really are trying to, you got to commit to making a connection with the person you're engaging. Uh, absolutely. And I think the more that you know about someone, and so if I know that you and I have something in common or I know something that, um, you know, is of interest, you know, starting to talk about the weather, uh, you know, like that's a throwaway topic, but you may genuinely be interested in in the weather and how all those things are happening. And so, you know, you may be talking about that or you, I know you and I are watching uh, or listening to a podcast and I may say, you know, did you catch the episode la uh, last night? What did you think about it? That's like a great way to actually connect with with someone all right and the t enact a topic that will give them a taste of who who you are and is that a fine line because I, I find sometimes when people ask you a question andrew they're not really that interested in your response but they're just trying to get that topic underway so they can tell you how they feel about it 
Well, exactly. And I think we all know what know people like that that are sort of queuing up a conversation and, and uh, will ask you something that really they want to tell you what their answer is to something. And I think when you are asking questions, when they, they go through that authenticity and the connection and also sort of giving them a sense of it, when you are genuinely interested in someone and I can feel that you're genuinely interested in me, that's a far better interaction. And so I actually want to continue talking to you or I want to sort of uh, in, interface with you in terms of, of having a conversation versus if I don't think it's, you know, particularly authentic, there's not a connection and it's not really uh, about me, it's about you. That's not, that's not a great interaction. Yeah. And when we talk about great interactions and making a true, a real connection with uh, someone else, another person, uh, be in the moment. Can you talk to us about that? Because I think it's so tough for people in this day and age here in 2019 to truly be in the moment that we're so used to being distracted, of course, by our smartphones and everything else that's going around us at such a lightning fast pace anymore that it, it seems like that's a real skill. It's tough for people to stay in or be in the moment. Well, and I think that's really true. It's it's fascinating how uh, people are starting to forget the art of having a conversation and, and giving someone their full attention. You know, the, I, I see this all the time. People are having conversation or they're sitting at a table and, you know, one or both people are on their, on their phones and they're sort of half having a conversation. And I think that that's, you know, when articles like this come out and people think, well, that's ridiculous. Why do we need to be talking about it? It's like, well, these are things that, you know, we're, we're losing the ability to, to do this and connect with someone, if you're physically present with someone, it's really important to to actually connect with them and, and be present and in the moment. Yeah, and just to take this to another level, I mean, the art of conversation, uh, whether it's small talk or a full-blown, full-on conversation, really seems to be getting lost. And when that happens, uh, I think we're kind of losing something uh, as humankind. Exactly. I, I completely agree. And I think that that's, um, in a way, it's kind of scary. But at the same time, you know, we're, we're talking about it now. And if people are a bit more, you know, mindful of it. And I think when, when people are talking to someone, having that connection is really important. Thinking about a more richer conversation. So instead of saying, you know, uh, what are you doing this weekend, which is kind of, you know, it's a throwaway question. We might say, you know, what are you looking forward to most this weekend? And the nice mm. question like that is, first of all, I don't have to rattle off the, my entire itinerary of what I'm doing this weekend. And the answer is going to give you a bit of color in terms of I might be saying, you know, I'm actually looking forward to sleeping in on Saturday, or, you know what, I've actually got a hockey game scheduled uh, on Saturday night that I can't wait to go and see. And then that's a great way to continue on that conversation at that point. And, you know, as somebody who asks questions for a living, I'm endlessly fascinated by that. You're absolutely right. It's all in the phrasing and how you uh, approach the question and approach someone, because those are two very different questions because if you just say to somebody hey what's up this weekend they'll probably well same old same old or whatever but if you say to them you know what are you looking forward to that forces them to think for a second and then actually gives you kind of a pivot point if you will or you know something to uh, conversate back and forth with them about you can explore it a little more right exactly and you don't have that awkward silence where suddenly someone's trying to figure out what to uh, what to say next yeah, just finally, uh, are you going to drop how you doing out of your vernacular or, or have you already? Do you not use that to open conversations? Uh, do you are, are you with these Harvard researchers that believe they're the three most useless words when it comes to the world of communication? 
Well, I'd put it on to the researchers first to see if they were able to drop it. I would love to say that I don't ever say that, um, but I do. And I think there are times to do it. But I think for me, it's the follow up um, afterwards that we, we need to start the conversation. And for me, it's all about how do we have that rich conversation afterwards? And maybe it does have to start with how are you? All right. I thank you for this. Andrew Gaiman with the Charles McPherson Academy. Andrew, always a pleasure to conversate with you. And uh, well, I was going to say have a great weekend, but what are you looking forward to most in your weekend? I am actually <laughs> looking forward to going to a hockey game this weekend. So that is uh, that is that will be the high point of the weekend. So Enjoy that, sir. And thank Very you good. again for this. Appreciate it. My pleasure. That's Andrew Gaiman. You're listening to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.